Habari Entertainment proudly presents Habari Live. Habari Live. From Phoenix, Arizona. And you're listening to the Habari Live podcast. The show that brings you news, sports, and entertainment for people who love HabariEntertainment.com. Here are your hosts, Aisha, Jimmy, and Damon Dipleen Ellison. Let's get it going. We are all the way live. Live. Good morning, good morning, good morning all. Welcome to Habari Live, another episode. I think it's episode 48 for the year. It's been a great year, man, a long year. Uh, we've done a lot of great episodes, but this is going to be another great one. We want to welcome everyone to Habari Live. Uh, what's up, Jimmy? He's back. You know, he's in and out. Busy man. We got Aisha in the house. Good morning. And today we have a very, very, very special guest, author and uh, of a children's book. Uh, let's introduce yourself to you. Uh, to everyone for you. Okay. Hi. Hello. And what's your name? Oh, for the applause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good morning, everyone. My name is Shamira Hill. I help, I'm sorry, I help parents and educators to empower children to overcome social and emotional challenges and equip them for lifelong success. And I do that through children's books, through workshops, assemblies, professional development, speaking engagement. So I'm here to, I'm really honored to be here today. I'm excited to talk about some of the work I'm doing, as well as my newest social emotional learning book called Shana's Greatest Gift. Yeah, the book is lovely. It's really beautiful. It's a beautiful book. If you can see her in the in the shot, the middle shot, you can see a look at the, uh, the book. Uh, we were able to to um Aisha was able to meet you before and mm-hmm. go down and get us a signed copy for our daughter and everything. And I was really thankful for you oh, for doing that. that. That was absolutely amazing. How old and is your daughter? She's our one. Okay. So she'll she'll grow into it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's for her, so you know what I'm saying? She'll always have it. Um and I thought that was dope. Um so let me get into this real fast. What um what was the you had a book signing last time? Is that what you guys went to? It was a pre-launch party. So um, my book became available for pre-orders in September, but the official release date is November 1st. And so where Aisha and I met in person was at that pre-launch party. We did an exclusive early access event at Grassroots Bookstore where we got to do some um, fun creative uh, activities and a reading of the book and a signing and just kind of celebrate the upcoming launch with the local community here in Phoenix. That is awesome. And that's what it's about. It's about, you know, Doing what you can to uh to help out in the community and uh, making a difference. Give give me one second, man. Your phone is over here on the floor. Yeah, the recording. Go through a commercial. Mm-mm. Oh, <laughs> I ain't no help. <laughs> <laughs> Bloopers. <laughs> All right. Thank you. For um, uh, coming in, like I said, and um, you are, I, I have no notes, so I don't know anything. So uh, let me go I can, over I can tell you whatever you want to know. I can no. give you some general background information. And um, <clears throat> and you have the the greatest grip story about overcoming insecurities, right? That's the main thing the book is about. The main message of the book is 
you shine the brightest by being yourself, Mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. by trying to be like someone else. So that's when you're the most powerful, the most impactful, the most um, alive and energetic, when you can be your authentic self and you Mm -hmm. love your unique gifts, your unique talents as a part of loving yourself. And, you know, so basically spend your energy on embracing your own gifts and embracing who you are and being the best version of you Mm -hmm. instead of envying and wanting to be like someone else. Did you have an inspiration for the book that, that came out of this book? Was it a person that inspired you to write it or? Um, not any particular person. It was just kind of looking at some images, actually, mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of just sparked an idea. Wow. And um, yeah, I just went from there. Like there was like a, a collection of illustrations and there was like a challenge that we were doing to see if anyone wanted to just write their own story based off of the illustrations. Wow. And so I was going to attempt to do that. But mm-hmm. I, re- I at that time I felt like it was kind of limiting my creativity because my mind was taking me somewhere else. I'm like, okay, I'm right. not gonna just write on these Im- illustrations because I have a whole other idea in my head now. So I ended okay. up just writing a whole new book. <laughs> wow! And who is your illustrator? Who did your illustrations for you? So my husband and I own a company called DG Self Publishing, and we okay. actually have our own team of illustrators. Wow! We help authors turn their manuscripts into completed, published, high quality children's books. Oh, so it was actually awesome. our own team that was able to handle that. Wow! That is that's dope. That's really dope. As you guys did it, they did an awesome job. It looks magnificent and everything is drawn. It's absolutely creative and very, very beautiful. I'm an artist myself, so I, I definitely thought the art was really, really great. Thank you. Um, so you yourself, you were a teacher. Yes. Yeah, so um, for many years, I've worked as a teacher. Mm-hmm. I did K through 12 theater. Um, well, different performing arts. So it was acting, dance. I did pantomime. I did directing. Wow. I did step team I did physical theater so I've just always been involved in the arts like I actually started when I was still in um, middle school but teaching younger kids dance and stuff like that so I've always done it and I did it full-time in the schools Mm -hmm. and then I transitioned from being a full-time teacher to now I go into schools and I do workshops and so I'm able to help educators to incorporate social emotional learning and the arts into their curriculum whether they have a full-time theater teacher on staff or not it can be incorporated into any class that is amazing you went to howard university yes hu (laughs) yes that's pretty dope man i mean for real i mean you've um you definitely have a, a a a dope history and where you've been is amazing and you went to nyu also and studied theater Yes. Um, so mm-hmm. were you always into the theater, to the arts? Did you did you always want to become an actor or what was your your plans that you had laid in your mind? I've always had a passion for the arts mm-hmm. and I um, I think my initial plan was so I first started I started off studying psychology wow. at Howard because I just wanted to help people. But I didn't realize how much like research and stuff was and. and spreadsheets and data and (laughs) all that stuff was involved. I'm like, I need to be free. I need to be somewhere spinning around and expressing myself. I got to get out of this cubicle. (laughs) So I realized that wasn't for me. (laughs) Um, And then I changed my major to theater. Mm. So um, with a specific focus in directing. And so that was my plan was to direct. Um, I wrote and directed plays in um, New York and D.C., Um, and that was my plan, but I was like, okay, I need to do something on the side while I'm building this. And that's how I started teaching. But I realized that teaching is not something you just do on the side. (laughs) It's like, yeah, it's all encompassing. It takes everything. It takes a whole (laughs) lot of commitment and time and energy. So 
that's how I was able to realize, okay, to be most effective, this is the best path for me. I can reach more people. I can be more effective and I can focus on like my specific gifts as Mm -hmm. opposed to all of the additional stuff that's involved out the where you can't even focus on teaching sometimes. (laughs) Hey, that's amazing. Really. That's amazing. And and where you've been, is just, that's really exciting. And for people to go out and just reach their dreams. And that's what, that's what it's about. Just seeing people like you and talking to people like you who have just sat down and said, this is what I want to do. And I'm going after it. Right. Instead of talking about it, you made it done. Your book is in, is in print. It looks beautiful and people can buy it. And um, I, I think it's really exciting. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's what we're here to do, to make things happen. And we've right. been doing that throughout history. Absolutely. And that's a big part of social emotional learning, which mm-hmm. is something I'm passionate about, is self-efficacy, like being able to set goals and achieve them. And yep. part of that is having confidence, yep. believing in your, yourself. And yep. if you're hindered by fear and self-doubt and insecurity, mm-hmm. it's less likely that you'll actually create a vision for yourself and then go after it. Right. So it's it's leading by example. Um, it's getting out of my comfort zone, doing mm-hmm. things that may seem scary at first right. and things like that and showing the children, like, just like I'm doing it, you can do it. Too. That's real. And that's pretty much the overall message of the book, right? Mm-hmm. Just defeating insecurities, defeating mm-hmm. uh, how things may make you feel or how right. you may look, just getting out of that box and, and becoming a stronger person before, because of those things, mm-hmm. which is, which is always, always good for kids to learn, especially, you know, kids in this age, it's tough. Because you get in school, you start seeing these other kids. They may have more than you or they may look prettier than you or whatever the situation is. It's good to feel good about yourself or you can be able to defeat those things and become a stronger person. Right. You know, it's tough. We all know how tough it is. Yeah. And like even for adults, like there's discussion Mm -hmm. questions in the book that talks about like the insecurity and the jealousy and kind of. Yep. Working through that. And a lot of adults have been like, wow, this is like really good for me yeah, too. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like a lot of like with this book and my previous book, it's like even though they're for children, mm-hmm. they're really helpful for adults. They're helpful yeah. because um, especially in the social media age, when everybody's putting their best foot forward and, and right. people get confused and think, oh, these people are perfect. Their life is perfect. They're perfect. No one's perfect. Everyone has problems. Everyone has issues. So, um, how are you defining uh, your target audience? What is your definition of your target audience? My target audience is the parents and educators who share my same um, value mm-hmm. of social and emotional development. Like mm-hmm. they're the ones who want their children and students to have great communication, excuse me, <clears throat> communication skills, right. um, relationship skills, mm-hmm. to be able to set goals and achieve them, to be able to identify and manage their emotions, to mm-hmm. be able to, um, you know, develop their social skills, all those things that right. are involved in social emotional learning. It's the parents and educators who want that for mm-hmm. their children and their students, because I help them as they help their children and students. And specifically, I'm talking about the parents and, ch- and educators of elementary school children, ages yeah. five to nine. Yep. And that's like I said, that's an important age because you're you're starting school, mm-hmm. you're, you're you're in you know starting to get into these social concepts. You're starting to be around other people. You're starting to realize mm-hmm. other people and how they're living and how the differences between how you live. Right. And then you you may start becoming insecure. These things happen at a young age, believe it or not. Right. Um, things start happening. We we start defining what's uh, who's tough and who's this at that early age. Mm-hmm. Kids are already doing that, believe it or not. Uh, yeah. So it's definitely good to learn exactly how to defeat these things. And and it's not saying that the thing is going to be perfect, but 
this is a good way to learn. Yeah. And it also, it helps them with their academic um, success as well, Mm -hmm. because it's hard to even like focus on math and things like that. If you're, Mm -hmm. you got all these internal things going on, if you're not mentally and emotionally doing okay, if you don't feel safe because, you know, you got stuff going on with your classmates and Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, um, and then not only that, but it's setting them up for success after school, because mm-hmm. once they get out there into the job force and they're looking for to build their career or find right. a job, like, right. yes, the, the employers would want them to know how to, like, add and spell and things like True. that. But they also need want people who know how to get along with their coworkers right. and treat people with, with respect and consideration it's a, it's and use critical us. thinking, be responsible, show up on time, don't right. make excuses. Like, right. <laughs> it's all those skills that will set them up, up for us. life, for lifelong success, success in the classroom and out of the classroom. Right. That is for real. That is 100% real. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, in the real world, people don't realize. I know that people are like, oh, I'm antisocial. I don't deal with this. I don't want to talk to these people. I don't want, you can't take that into a job and think that's, that you're going to get ahead in life. Right. So he was talking about it. You want to go into the office and put your headphones on and put your head down and do your work. That's fine for a little while. But you're going to have to network. You're going to have to talk to people. You're going to mm-hmm. have to communicate. Communication is the key to any job. You know what I mean? I've watched a guy, unfortunately, this week he had to, he had to go because no one communica- can communicate with this guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because communication is key. No one can talk to you. How are we going to get along with you? Right. So, I mean, that that's very, very important. And I also think about, too, myself. I When I was in school, you know, you, you don't think you're going to be good at things. Mm-hmm. And that, in turn, make you don't want to try to do things. Because yeah. you feel insecure. Because maybe you're, you feel so, oh, I'm black. So, we, we don't succeed. We all, we all fail and go to jail anyway. So, why am I trying? Those type things need to be knocked out. Because kids have those things. I had them. I was like, why am I trying? I'm, all, I'm just going to go to jail. That's what we do. None of us get do this, do that. We have to put inspiration in our children. You know what I mean? Or right. they're going to find the, the bad things and they're going to gravitate those toward those. And you said, so you believe that because that's what you were seeing in your environment. That, Correct. Right. And so that's why representation in children's literature is so crucial. Like, Black children specifically are so underrepresented in children's mm-hmm. literature. And if all they see is jail and death and, right. you know, people not being successful and their concept of what's possible for them is going to be limited. But when they see black lawyers and mm-hmm. doctors and authors and it business owners right now, it opens up a whole new world of possibility. Like, wow, this is possible for me, too. And so that's why it's so important to be exposed to different things. And you, sometimes you won't even know what your gift is. You're mm-hmm. like hidden superpower is if you don't try it. Maybe you're an awesome tennis player, but nobody ever took you to a tennis court before. <laughs> like So, yeah, exposure is key. Representation is key. It's key. Yeah, absolutely. You can do whatever you want to be. Say what? I said I'm going to start playing tennis, too. Goodness. Say that again? I'm going to start playing tennis, too. Okay. Even if Serena ain't going to have nothing on me in a minute. Forehand, backhand, I know all that, huh? Absolutely. Also, really, something um, that people have, like, been saying that they really enjoyed about this book is that it models, like, a healthy, strong, supportive family. Okay. And even though the book is not, has nothing to do with race, mm-hmm. just the fact that the main character and, and the family members are black, it's a great model of what it looks like to be yeah. in a healthy, supportive family because so many families are dealing with dysfunction mm-hmm. and 
um, jealousy and yep. abuse and all sorts of things that aren't healthy for the children or the adults. Right. But again, it's the exposure. Once mm-hmm. you see what that looks like to be supportive and healthy and then it's like, okay, now you can create a vision for your family and yep. then work towards that. That's real. And it's, it's very, very important. And um, that's why these type books are important. Movies are important. We need to start, you know, I talk about it all the time. <coughs> we have to start changing the the music also. Our music can't just be defined by the bottom. You know, the top has to start making good music. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We can't just be defined by people that's in the hood all the time. I understand that that's what our, a lot of us come from, but that's not representing everyone. Everyone is not represented in this music anymore. We all don't ride around with guns and shoot them up with the Draco anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some of us are living normal life, going to work. Why can't our music represent that? Why do I'm, So much of the popping music, I mean, I understand the young kids are what's setting the trends, but what are we listening to? The what same is that? stuff they listen to. I know, to. but it used to, if you think about it, I know, and that's ridiculous. And it used to be adult, contemporary, adult this, adult that. What, what, we have to come up with adult hip-hop, adult something, because it's, it's just getting ridiculous, man. We, we've been doing it for 30 years, shooting up everybody. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's change the narrative, man. I've, I've been trying to get, I, I talk about it all the time and won't stop talking about it because I think it's important. Yeah, some of it has to be that way, but all our top music cannot be violent. The top 40 on the, on the radio yeah. station I mean, we gotta, all we gotta, violent music. Let's change it up, man. Let's switch it up. Yeah, absolutely. And then you never know the person who's going to create that, the type of music you're talking about. It could be someone who is just on the other side of that. They mm-hmm. just have to overcome That's real. those emotional things that are holding them back That's real. to think that they're not capable. Right. But and they are the answer. That's real. <laughs> they need to need walk them. into their gift because there's a whole generation who needs to be impacted by the music that they're supposed to create. Right. But they have to step into that and do it. It's, I mean, we, we have artists well, the new Isaac, I don't hear him talking like that. I do. I can't say that. But, you know, he's very controversial, you know, so but he's not violent. You know, so it's it's tough. You know, what I mean, for us out here, man. But, but I just wish more people would join in. So what was some of the biggest challenges you faced uh, writing the book? The biggest challenge for me was creating the time and space to be able to focus on my writing process. Mm-hmm. Um because as a as a writer for me, I need to have like quiet, like and be distraction free so I can just get into my zone right. and just flow. Yeah. Um, so I can't have people coming in, talking to me, asking me questions and things like that when mm-hmm. I'm trying to be in my flow. Right. <laughs> and so what I had to do was just get up super early in the morning while my husband was still asleep and my baby was still asleep so mm-hmm. I could have that time. It was during the pandemic. So going somewhere else wasn't an option. I just had to create that space mm-hmm. in my home. So I would get up super early, even though I was tired make myself some coffee and then just get into my zone. Wow. And so that's how I was able to get it done and awesome. create that distraction free zone for myself. Yeah, that, I, It takes it because it's hard. I've been trying to write a book for like six years. <laughs> I've taken the last two years off. I'm not going to lie because it's been just building this and doing this and running the, and the, and the website and everything. It's been on the back burner. But for five years, I took time out through the week to, to, to write mm-hmm. it down and, but I'm still not done. So I know how hard it is and how much time and dedication it takes right. to get this done. And it, it's extremely tough. And, you know, that's why we want to we wanna give you a round of applause if I can find it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, for your dedication and hard work. 
And, uh, you know, we, we just like small business owners or people like you that are dedicated to themselves and to other people and other people's children right. and kids and just making everything better for people. And I think that's, uh, that's pretty excellent. Let's mm-hmm. take a quick break, Jimmy, while you're over there falling asleep. <laughs> and uh, you should have got some sleep instead of paying 2K all night. I went to bed like right next when, right Whatever, when y'all man. did. We gonna went to bed pretty late, so. Exactly, right when y'all did. <laughs> right. Get the commercial, man. <laughs> Abari Entertainment Films present There's Only One Name for News with Damon and Aisha. Habari Live Podcast. Habari Entertainment. A race against time. On a quest for glory. Habari News Weekly, HabariEntertainment.com. Catch us for more. Visit us, HabariEntertainment.com. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And we got uh, Shamara Hill, right? Shamara Hill. Shamara. Yes. Okay. I knew I was going to mess it up. <laughs> but the author of Shana's, a Shana. Shana. Right? Shana's Greatest Gift. I knew I was going to mess that up too. I tried. Um, Shana's greatest gift uh, the story about overcoming insecurities and uh, we've been talking to her about her book and going over everything and um, it's really exciting you want to make sure that um, that everybody can get a chance to to go and buy the book and uh, get this and put this in their in their uh, collection um, can you tell the people where they can get it and what's the best places to reach you if they need to get it and um, and what's the best place to, to buy the book sure so you can reach me by going to authorshamirahill.com. Mm-hmm. All my different links are there. Uh, the book is available for pre-order there. Um, the official release date is November 1st, but pre-orders have started. I'm also in the process of filling up my calendar for November because that's, um, I don't remember if I mentioned this, but it's National Family Literacy Month. Okay. And so I'll be doing like speaking engagements and going into schools and doing creative arts workshops and stuff like that to help uh, with literacy and mm-hmm. social emotional learning as well. Right. And the book will be a part of that. Right. So definitely reach out to me if you want to be included in that so we can go ahead and get a, a date and time scheduled and get you locked in to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, everything is at authorshamirahill.com. And then for people who actually want to help their child um, publish their book, if that's an option, then you can go to dgselfpublishing.com. Wow. Because that is something that we help with. Um, We've worked with clients as young as nine years old. So like we had a a client named Mikey. He -hmm. was nine when he went through our program and he wrote a best-selling book, Amazon bestseller. He sold over 15,000 copies. He's 15 years old now and he's still getting paid off of what he created when he was nine. So he is like... Is huge for his family legacy, Definitely. passive income, mm-hmm. um, huge for his confidence, right, like right. for a child to have the support of his family. And now right. he's doing like speaking engagements yeah, and man. people wanting his sig- signature and stuff like that. So right. yeah, it's definitely a powerful thing for families to get involved in. But, Definitely. Um, and we talked to, we interviewed a couple of um, um, natives. No, they were Indian. I'm sorry. They were from, I think they was from. But anyway, they were they from the U.S. now, 
but mm-hmm. they uh, they did a great book that they did, and uh, they were two little girls. I think one was seven and nine um, sisters, um, age six and ten, and they used COVID to become uh, authors. Mm-hmm. We we just did a story on them. What Anushka is was one of them names. She was that very beautiful kids man becoming authors themselves, mm-hmm. and I thought that was pretty. You know, speaking of what you were doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a lot of kids that's doing it nowadays, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and I think it's pretty exciting. You know, I was playing with G.I. Joe's, you know what I mean? Uh, not, I wish I had, you know, direction like that, you know what I mean? So it's pretty exciting to see parents uh, help their kids to to achieve these type things. Yeah. That's six and ten, you know what I mean? They, yeah, they have books awesome. published. And uh, I think the other day I saw her publish a post that, uh, that they're in one of the top sellers in the area. So wow. it can be done and you can do it. You can do anything you want. And uh, people like this is a, a great example. And you are a great example. Thank you. Definitely. We appreciate you coming through. We're going to go through. We're going to start it up and do a little bit of news. If you have anything you you want to say about anything, you can speak up on it. Um, just going to go over some uh, some local topics that's went through this week. Okay. So, um it's going to go to Habari News. And now, this week's Habari News Weekly with Damon Dipling Ellison. Sponsored by... Nike. <laughs> Quit it. I wish. Oh, right. man. That'd be the... Ooh, these endorsement yeah. checks. Man. Oh. That'd be nice. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we have today in Habari News, we have Joe Biden. He passed a bill to... To lessen to to lessen the to uh, decriminalize, I, I'm, I'm, he hasn't really decriminalized it yet. But um, we, I guess, he wanted to ne- lessen the impact on the actions of of, of marijuana and uh, people getting um, uh, arrested for for small possession. Um, he didn't put anything into uh, law yet, uh, but he did, um, I think, remove people's who had a history or any criminals. On their uh, records, he did remove that from their records. But um, he announced mass pardons is what he did for medical marijuana possession, a step long sought by advocates and most significant action on the marijuana. Uh, His administration has taken uh, to date. He has also directed federal agencies to conduct a review of whether marijuana should remain a Schedule One substance. Advocates, lawmakers, and experts shared the moves but acknowledge there are limitations Here's what Biden's um, order did or did not do. Uh, people convicted of simple uh, possessions will be pardoned. Um, the pardons won't cover any other marijuana offenses. It doesn't decriminalize marijuana. That's why I want to say that it doesn't decriminalize it. It doesn't change how marijuana is scheduled also. Um, he ordered the Departments of Adjusting Health and Human Services to conduct a review of whether rescheduling marijuana is a schedule as a schedule one drug, meaning it, it is in the same category as drugs like heroin and LSD and more serious drugs like fentanyl. Uh, according to the federal government, it has a high potential for abuse and no accepted medical value. And we all know this isn't true because right now we have 15, 20 states that has passed it for medical reasons. So um, the government is far behind on this situation and hopefully this will get them to get uh, into step what is going on in the 21st century and they can uh, get out of the, the 19th, 18th century, whatever they're in on these laws, which is pretty ridiculous. Uh, we've we've seen a lot of people still going to jail for these stupid things and in, 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 in across the South 
as the South hasn't passed any laws to decriminalize at all. So the federal government, they're going to have to step in and try to get this done where people can stop going to jail for these stupid things. We have enough people in jail with stupid stuff. You know what I mean? So let's get these people out of here. And um, I just think that it's it's not in the league of fentanyl. I've never seen anybody overdose. That's number one. Right. That's number one. Hey, mama, what you want? Come on. On the day, say hi, everybody. <laughs> but anyway, so we got uh, next. We got text. We gonna talk about Herschel Walker. I think I got a picture of him. We got text show family strife between Herschel Walker wife and woman who allegedly he paid for her abortion. Now uh, Herschel Walker is supposed to be an advocate against. Um, abortion. Um, he's supposed to be a, 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 a very strong pro-life. Um, so finding out that he has an a, 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 a he had an abortion should be a, a, a something that uh, that that kills his his election <laughs> tries. But um, nowadays, I don't think Republicans really care, man. Elijah said, "Oh, a new co-host." <laughs> uh, but. Uh, uh, Mr. Her- Walker, he said, I'm not uh, saying that she did or didn't have an abortion, Walker told NBC News. I'm saying I don't know anything about that. I don't know. Herschel Walker, the Republican nominee for Senate in Georgia, claims he confirmed for the first time Friday the identity of the woman who claimed he paid for her abortion 13 years ago when she leveled the allegations and the text messages of his wife. Uh, in a brief interview with NBC, Walker said... This was the first time he knew uh, time the woman who was the mother of his one of his four children mentioned to him or his wife about the abortion. Didn't it come out too uh, that uh, he had also urged her yeah, to get a yeah. second abortion? And then it was like, yeah, yeah. And they kind of today they were saying another woman also just came out. So it's not looking good for a man, but he's going to keep rolling with the with it. But um, I think Warnock probably is going to win anyway. Uh, but we'll see how that works out. But um, from what I'm saying, it's still a close race from what they're saying out there. Uh, but um, we're gonna we're gonna keep an eye on it and see what happens out there in that race. It's gonna be important, important, important time to vote right now, man. David said he don't believe him. No, nah, I don't believe him either. I don't believe him either, David. Would you stop, please? <laughs> so. We got in Arizona, we got, uh, what was it, um, Mark Kelly and Blake Masters. They had their little um, debate this week. Mm-hmm. You know, Arizona has always been a very, very Republican state. Uh, they're kind of nervous this time, you know what I mean? Because, you know, we've been kind of leaning that way. But when you look at the polls, we're still pretty much a Republican state. We're just trying to uh, figure out a way to, uh, to, to, to make us more of an a option when it comes to Democrats out here. I, I'm, I hope Mark Kelly wins, man. It's going to be tough. Uh, we we, we got to get this guy out of here, man. We got these people uh, uh, wanting to ban abortions and take away women's choices. And then they're just Trump voted, uh, backers. And they just, they just, they deny the election. Can you grab her, bro? Take her to over there. 
And, uh, you know, they deny a lot of things. So, uh, so it's been, been a lot of issues. Take it to, to over to her, please. Demi, but, um, book? Book? But, um, yeah, Biden and, and others have been uh, uh, used as a, um, let me see, as a crutch. They've been trying to use Biden as a crutch and, uh, you know, attacking him for being with Biden. But I don't think that's enough, man. I, I think that, you know, it's, it's Masters have, he's been losing to me when it comes to the visuals and the commercials and everything. They have a lot more to go after Masters about. They have a lot of commercials. I've seen a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah, commercials. Yeah, uh, I've seen the one on uh, YouTube ads too. Yeah, yeah, over. yeah. Everywhere, everywhere. I mean, Blake I'm, Masters I'm, I can't weirdo. wait till it's over because I'm done. I'm done seeing the commercials right now. But uh, we, we, we hopefully we can get we can get Kelly in there, man, and and hopefully of, the governor is also Democrat. Probably one of the times I remember like seeing a lot of ads about an election was um in Illinois was uh it was uh J B Pritzker was his name. Oh yeah, and he had ads everywhere. Yeah. I'm like every YouTube ad was him. Well, the Democrats have been outspending the Republicans by major major amounts of money, so uh you know. It's been a lot more Democratic ads and a lot more Democratic uh, points getting out there. So it's still uh, uh, in the air whether we're going to lose the, the House, but hopefully it's a big fight still, man. Right. Uh, you got any stories? Yeah, I do. Got a couple of stories here today. Um, let's see. The first story I have is we're going to talk about Arizona um, issued a stay for abortion. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the It's a territory era abortion law that was put in, put into a temporarily on pause. The judge paused it yesterday afternoon, pending the outcome of an appeal filed by Planned Parenthood of Arizona. Wow. So uh, they also have a, a, a scheduled conference for Tuesday to determine the course of action, mm -hmm. including if the appeal should be accelerated. Mm -hmm. So that way th they'll be able to go ahead and restart doing those uh, abortions for <coughs> clients and patients and the community. Uh, it's tough, man. It's another reason why we got to get out and vote, you know. <coughs> I mean, you know, to me... Next year, actually. Yeah, I think I'll be able to vote next yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, hopefully you you go out there and exercise your rights and, and, and get out there and make sure your, your voice is heard. Um, right now, you know, we're, we're losing in the polls in a lot of situations. But, you know, I always think that those the people who, who don't really pay attention that's going to come out and vote, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll, we'll look a little better. And what, right. what's your next Cause, door? Because abortion doesn't just only affect women. It affects Yeah, it affects everybody. Too, man. It affects no, everybody. Nobody wants to be caught up. Everybody wants to be able to make their own decisions on when they decide to have a family, and um, and and now how many having more, the government in the in the in the room is is pretty ridiculous. Right, that just make you not even want to. I see, I see so many more, more like on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. You see, you know, of course, people posting stuff like that. I see so many more families now, like younger females having babies now. Yeah. Since all I see, I see a lot. Well, 15, 16, 12. The, the, the amount of kids having babies have been going down uh, a lot 
You know, it's been going down, man. The kids, kids aren't having babies as much as they were in, in back in the day, 10 years, 15 years ago. But I, I would think the numbers will start to go back up with, uh, with not this being, able to be able to, mm-hmm. you know, get an abortion. But, you know, that's in the states that don't that don't have the option. But still, man, it's it's going to be tough, man. And um, a lot of kids are going to be in foster care that that and a lot of kids Orphanage. are going to be yeah. left behind. And it's going to be sad, man. But get out and vote, man. We could try to make some something happen. You have anything else? Uh, Yeah. On to some a little bit more cheerier news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby's Burgers by Chef Bobby Flay. Okay. Is going to be coming to Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport. Oh, the new restaurant concept will <laughs> soon debut at uh, Phoenix Sky Harbor International, mm. bringing handcrafted burgers to the valley from um, the Bobby uh, Flay's. Bobby Flay's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The the burger uh, Bobby's Burgers is scheduled to open at Terminal Four mm-hmm. in the eighth concourse as part of the Crystal's Food Hall sometime in the first quarter of 2023. Okay. So probably by springtime we'll have Bobby's Burgers open. Man, them burgers gonna cost about twenty seven dollars, man. <laughs> them burgers, man. The dog. I remember. We, I mean, I'm a, I'm a age myself here, but I remember back in the day, man. We can go into the airport anytime. Two thousand one murdered everything, man. Yep. We used to be able to go to the airport, have burgers, chill. Now you can't do nothing. Just go to the airport. Just go to the airport. Yeah, just to be going, bro. We used to just, just go, go just to be food. going, eat food. You know what I'm saying? Watch the planes go off. Just be in there chilling. Yeah, I mean, you can't do any of that. Nothing. We don't. Yeah, nothing, we don't do bro. that. We don't do that with airports. But we just go to the mall. Just go eat. Right. Sometimes. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's like the every, airport was you know that type place at one time. Right. You know what I'm saying? They, these are the things that we're losing. We're losing freedoms, man. As a country, we don't realize it, man. The kids don't realize it because it's been normal. But we're losing a lot of freedoms, man. Because we want all these guns everywhere. We got all these crazy people, man. We can't do nothing. Yep. They, um, <laughs> you know. It used to be so much better to just walk around freely, man. But uh, hey, they said it's gonna uh, include uh, burgers, sides, shakes, and an exclusive breakfast menu. Mm. Sounds that's, great. That's steak and shake. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, man, you got Hollywood hotness. Yep, I haven't seen it. There's no steak and shake out there. Is it out here? Is I heard no. It, they closed. tried it. It was, whack. It was terrible. That's where Tony is. Get ready for the week's Hollywood hot mess with Aisha Rowan. This week, hot mess is none other than Kanye. Kanye. Give him a wah wah real quick, Give him a wah wah. Let's get ready to play trivia for loot. Wrong button, people. Sponsored by Kanye. Kanye West is saying that Hollywood has bullied him so much for supporting Donald Trump that he wasn't able to talk about it, which has left him wondering what's the point of being famous. Uh, Ye made the claim in the second part of his interview with FNC's Tucker Carlson saying that it drove him crazy not being able to say he liked Trump. Man. I, I, dude, I, I, I saw my post like from five years ago from me saying I was done with Kanye. Long time ago. No, I don't know. I don't understand, bro. I don't know. I don't understand what's I wrong feel like, with this dude. I feel like he snapped when his mama died. 
Like I, his, man, that's the excuse. I'm sick of it. That's what that's, that's my what mama been dead. Right. Shut the fuck up, man. That's just man. I'm I'm cursing to see it got me mad. <laughs> I went the whole show without a curse word. Damn. I did it. <laughs> did he just cuss again? <laughs> Why Kanye, let it fly? man. Kanye, dog. He, he makes me mad. He's so ignorant, man. Then he out here with Candace Owens. They got Erica Badu daughter out here. Right. Like, man, dog. Ooh, I'm finna go tell and he's like, Andre. Uh, we, uh, please, please get it. We, we talking about we're against Black Lives Matter because they spent some money on a whole bunch of stuff. They... We what they weren't supposed to, so we're against them. So we gonna wear white lives matter shirt. What the what? Even if Black Lives Matter did ignorant stuff, the hashtag was bigger than the people who who were uh, doing the ignorance, and that's what people don't understand. Ignorant stuff was not the hashtag. That was people. The hashtag is bigger than the actual people, man. But it was trying to say that, hey, we matter. Stop killing us. Now we're going to make a joke about it? We're going to do this like uh, Blue Lives Matter. They made a joke of the situation. Uh, uh, all Lives Matter. People. All Lives Matter. That was you know what I mean? It's like, because uh, just what... we, y'all can't say that black people matter that much. Man, I, I already knew that the, when the name came out, I forgot that what... people was going to be upset because we black people's lives can't matter. You know, uh, Joyner Lucas, he came out with that uh, I'm Not Racist video. Yeah. And he was like, y'all said um, all lives matter to uh because it's like a protest to our protest. Mm. Right. So we can't protest. They get mad. Hey, we don't want we don't want our people getting killed in the streets. Oh, right. What are you mad about that for? All lives matter. What are you talking about? And then he goes and put a white lives matter shirt on. I can't stand this dude. I for real. I, I just man, I, I don't care about people in Hollywood, man, but they be saying, oh, he's being sarcastic. He trying to prove a point. He, man, I don't care what he's trying to do. I do, I dislike everything about Kanye, everything he proves, everything he's about, man. The only thing I care about him that's is dope is seeing a successful black man. That's the only thing. Everything else is a hundred percent whack, man. He's he sucks. So one thing I, I will say about that from a social emotional perspective. Um, part of social emotional learning is um, social awareness, like being able to see things from other, from the perspective of others. So when someone responds to Black Lives Matter with a statement like "All Lives Matter," it's basically um, minimizing or um, invalidating yeah. what they're saying. Right. It shows that they're not able to put their pride and their perspective exactly. aside and really understand. Like this is not about that. It's not about that. <laughs> you don't need to overpower what we're saying Man, bro uh, you know it's almost almost like they take it personal they take it personal like why are you taking it personal that we don't want to be killed in the streets i don't understand and so many people took it personal and so many people like yeah black lives matter they did some bad stuff that does that has nothing to do what we were trying to make the point of stop killing us right if they right. took the money and did some dumb stuff that has nothing to do with the, what uh, what we're saying and the main point of the hashtag yeah, those people, they failed. They're people. They're greedy. That's what people are. You expect perfect people. They, this, this, this society now loves to be Monday morning quarterbacks. Sit back and talk about what people didn't do correctly and how they didn't do that correctly back then and they was wrong. And They love doing that. That's the end thing to do now. Tear people apart for decisions they made 15, 20, 30 years ago and try to put them in today's context 
and say, this is the way, oh, he's wrong or she's wrong. You got to stop doing it. People make mistakes. Things change. People are different. We have to, we have to stop. Kanye West is a perfect example to me of a person who just needs attention 24-7 and will do anything to get that attention. If he's against the black community to me this much and he feels as though he's being attacked for being Donald Trump and he doesn't see the racism and hate that came from Donald Trump, if he thinks this is all, I know he's narcissistic, but now it's just like, he's, he's insane. It's not about you, bro. This is bigger than you. It's bigger than Donald Trump. This is about race. This is about history. Donald Trump, him even saying the words, make America great again, is a connection to the ignorance of Ronald Reagan, the racism of Ronald Reagan, the, the deep-rooted hate from the Republican Party that's been coming back forever. We know what these words mean. And Kanye's supposed to be an intelligent guy. He knows what those words mean also. It means let's get rid of black people, put them in their place. That's what these words mean, make America great again. That's what they running on these things, man. And he's joining up with them. It's, it makes people really mad because we understand the forces that's behind all these things and what they're trying to do. And what are we trying? We're just trying to get the same options and the same justice as everyone else. And we can't get that without someone famous like this going against the cause. It's I'm curious, man. did you see his interview when he was talking about the school that he built like after his mom and to like make uh, children well-rounded and teach them the arts and all these was things? It, was it in China or something? The Donda Academy? Donda Academy, yeah. I was wondering what you guys think about that. Oh, man, I don't know, man. It's, it's just hard to focus on anything he does right because he does so many things wrong. It's, it's hard, and I know it's all complicated. He does probably does some good things with his academy and things like that. That's 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 dope. You know, I, I agree with some things with him. You know, you're not, but the Black Lives Matter thing is so big that everything else doesn't matter anymore. Like, do you see how many people were in this? People died yeah. during those riots. The people who didn't make it home, man. It was it was a big deal. We got all these kids that we were out here fighting for, Michael Brown. The, all these kids that were dead, all these, what, what, I mean, everything was about them. My, uh, and we're making it about Kanye. He got a white lot, like, dude, it's about the kids and these people that were being killed, bro. Not about you. Ah, oh, these people bullying me. He's, man, dog, I can't stand him, man. I'm, I'm done with Kanye. That's why I cannot, I can't post about him. I don't even like bringing him up because he's so whack. To me, how you an adult and you still feel bullied? And you're rich. I mean, you could be bullied as an adult. You can. Those are decisions that could be. No, I'm happen. talking about in the in the capacity that Kanye is saying that he was bullied. <laughs> he wasn't bullied. Literally, but, uh, literally because just nobody a, a wanted couple, to hear you say you don't. You down like, with Donald Trump, right? A couple of weeks ago, he was like, he was he was saying something. And he was like, oh, I'm not going to let uh, people who's broken me tell me what to do with my money. Or something like that. He was talking about Gap or something like that. Right. And yeah, that, that every, everything, dude, look, man, he's an embarrassment. He's out here embarrassing himself. He's out here, he's making a fool of himself. We thought Flavor Flav was embarrassing. You know what I mean? This, like, no, I'm sorry. He's making a fool of himself. The way he's doing business, the way he conducts business, 
the way he throws all his business all on Twitter. Like, dog, why are you doing this? If you got a business with Gap and you and something is going wrong and you don't feel as though, why do you have to put, why? why? He did it with Netflix? He's just, man, he's just a, he, he I don't even know why. Like he did it with, didn't he have a deal, deal with, with this dude? Didn't he have a deal with Adidas? Yeah, he, yeah and he talked trash about them. So he's he's online talking trash about, about everybody. everybody that he partners with. And people give him mm. a chance, and then he trashes them. Mm. You know, it's it sounds uh, like exactly what Donald Trump be doing. And it's like if they don't do things exactly the way he wants them to do things in their partnership, he goes online and, and talks talks mess about them, talk down about them. Like I I want the man to be powerful. I love it to see that man. But the, the ignorance, why does that have to come with it? Why are you with Candy on Candace Owens? She's not black, man. No. She's against us. Her skin is black, but she doesn't, she ain't with us. She's against us. She's with them. And she would do anything in her power to make us look bad. Anything she could do to make us look bad, she's going to do it. That's her life. She hates black people. Black skin. She don't like her own skin. So he made, that's why she made sure she married a white dude and made sure she had a baby that's mixed and light skin because she hates her skin. Hates it. She don't like being black. That's why everything she do, she loved it when he was with her. She loved it. Somebody else going to be with me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like using the word coon because there's too many brothers who throw the word around way too much about anybody. They love throwing that word out. So I'm 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 not gonna call either one of them that because I don't think I just think they don't like their skin, man. I don't know what's wrong with these people. No, black people aren't always correct. David said Candace is confused. I don't know what's wrong with her, dude. I don't I don't I just don't get it. Like, why are you against your people? No, we're not always right. Yes, we need to ch- do some things better. But instead of y'all leading the way and doing things and showing us how to be better. This is what you do. You turn your back on us. Oh, yeah, slavery was a choice. Oh, we like the stuff they be saying. Like, what are you talking about, bro? It was a choice. Like, man, dude, I'm not, I don't forget nothing that he has said. I'm not like the rest of you cats. Y'all just keep forgetting and going on. Oh, Kanye, he got a new album and forgetting. No, I ain't never forgetting that what he said ever. Slavery was a choice. I ain't never, ever, ever, ever forgetting that. And he really believes it. And that's when you know that's straight up an ignorant, ignorant person, dog. He just, our ancestors that we all be talking, he just disrespected all of them. Mm -hmm. He act like those people weren't fearing for their lives. Like fear, like those people weren't getting burnt and hung up from trees. They, oh, he just chose to do it. He's ignorant, dude. I, I mean, it's so embarrassing that Whoever this is- did. If it was a choice, they try to run away and they got shot down. Right. So that's not a choice. Either to choose death or that. He's, I guess he's saying choose death is what he was saying. But that's not a choice, dude. Death is not a choice. We wouldn't even be here if they all choose death. We wouldn't be none of us here. Yeah. It wouldn't be a Kanye if they all choose death. Dummy. Man. The bravery was was sticking through it and living through it and getting to it and getting their families to the next level and not giving up on, on us and letting the whole line die and letting us kill off our whole ancestry because Kanye said we chose that. Our whole ancestry would be gone. We'd be just gone. That's what y'all, that's what we want. How would that be better? I don't, I don't get it. Man, dude, I, I just don't get it, man. You'll go to a quick yeah, it's, per, it's perplexing. I don't um, get it, bro. 
I just think that our like our our people have been traumatized like yeah, yeah. on such a deep level. And when I think about like the whole Willie Lynch letter and like mm. turning the dark against the light yep, and the yep. old against the young and yep. all these different things, like you see the effects now. You see people who hate their skin. You yep. see people who are just just so much division and dissension. Yeah. And we were intentionally programmed to be divided That's and real. against each other like yep. that. And it's sad. It's heartbreaking. It <laughs> like, I don't understand it, but I, I know that there's a reason why we're so many of us are traumatized and confused about our identities and things like that. So it's, it's just like trying to understand how do we get there and then how do we heal? How do we heal? How do we heal? That's that's right. That's all I talk about. <laughs> because like it is upsetting this when it's like, why would you say that? Why would you think that? It's like we've our whole people has been traumatized. Yeah. We got here. For a reason. <laughs> so how do we heal is like my question. I think that what you say and what you're talking about, just being strong, I, I to me, the people who came out of slavery, those people had pride in themselves. Them people, they were slaves, man. They came out, voted. They came out, became mayors, governors. They came out, bought land. They came out and, and they went into the American dream. I know we all look at it like, oh, man, the man, but dude. They came out and were successful. They were more successful. when They saw more success than what we're seeing. They had more seats. They had more people uh, in the house. They had people across the South. They had mayors. They did that. They were doing everything, man. They were out there making it happen. And now we're sitting around crying, talking about what we can't do and what we, they came out the hardest situation ever and, and still they, made it and they bought land and they cared they went and voted they went and went into the military these are our ancestors man this is what they did yep. we're still here and you know we i talk to people all the time like man we are ah, this this system this system we against it bro you can't change the system from the outside at all. You got to change. If you want to beat this system, you want to make this system better, you have to know the system from the inside and out. Somebody has to be inside that system to be able to change it. We need people that look like us in, in the top to be able to change it. It's not going to change from the outside crying with signs. We need people who are lawyers. Yeah. We need governors. We yeah. need senators. We need people to vote. We have to buy into the system to beat it can't beat it from the outside. We have to hold more local and state and federal yeah, offices. Everything. Because we got to have to, to have the power to change things. You have to go and take the power. Right. You want the power to all the people? Take the power. Vote. And also we need financial freedom. That's real. Because we're limited in what we can do without the financial right. resources. That's real. But so. voting... And getting people in there that care about where the resources go instead of the resources mm. going into the rich people's neighborhoods and right. fixing their streets. We're supposed to be fixing this for the poor people's streets who we know can't afford to get it done. Mm -hmm. But where all the money go? All the money goes to the rich people because that's who votes. That's who has the power because they're out there making sure that they their senator know what they want. We just crying on Facebook. They call and they actually call and they senator. Hey, Senator uh, uh, Blake Masters, we we want this this next my next door neighbor. He, they're telling them what they right. want. Right. We, not only we, are they calling not, them, they're sending them letters. They, they hitting them. They hit. They on them. Right. What they want. 
He knows what his constituents want because they're calling him and telling him. We sitting around crying on Facebook won't tell nobody. We won't put nobody in charge. We won't put nobody on a pedestal to even put them in charge. You got to have leaders, man. We can't tear all our leaders apart. Yeah. Nobody's perfect, man. Right. Nobody's going to be perfect. Even Martin Luther King wasn't perfect because there's no such thing as a perfect person. We just need good leaders. Let's stop tearing everybody apart yeah. who try to do something. Ah, oh, he cheated on his wife. I, I, dude, I don't care. Is he a leader? I think we could go a long way by just focusing on what we have in common and what we do agree on instead of yeah. all the things that we don't agree That's on. That's real. That's real. Because we'll never find a perfect leader if we just focus on like what they did, yep. you know, in this situation that we didn't agree on. And then everyone will want to do their own thing. We have all these small organizations mm -hmm. and all these leaders and we're not a strong force that not we could be if force. we all came together. Right. We have to. Uh, Elijah just said, uh, did, I'm not going to say the first word because... Cuss dang, words. dip. <laughs> he said, dang. You know how many, you know how many said, cuss uh, words have to go around? He said, uh, that's a slogan right there. You want the power? Go vote. That's real. It's a, it's, it means everything, man. There's no power to all the people unless we're out together doing things as one. Mm -hmm. That's why they always used to raise the black fist because it was supposed to be all of us coming together as yeah, one. Yeah. One. Not splintered, not shooting, not Draco and each other, not all this garbage that we're on. Kanye, he's supposed to be, he's my age, in his mid-40s, in there talking about he gonna bring up water, shine, puffy comes, and dog, I I can't yeah. stand this dude, man. Did he like, uh, I don't know like, what he's he talking about. He's like, what the what? <laughs> like, dog, I'm just telling you that White Lives Matter shirt is bigger than what you making, you playing. And we trying to tell you this is not a joke. I, I don't agree with Puffy on many things. But this one, I agree, this is not a joke, man. We don't care what Black Lives Matter the group did. Yeah, they made mistakes, they did some stupid stuff with the money, but that, that has nothing to do with them kids dying and the police killing these people on the streets. Because no, this is what that was about. Not about them making money, what they shouldn't have. And we still put them in their place. Yep. We look at them they, like they're greedy. They, we don't look... They've been... You don't even, they don't even... Dude, they're not even around exactly. anymore. They, did, they made mistakes. They did some bad things. They, they, they were Quick. buying houses, cars, instead of them putting the money back in the community. Mm -hmm. But this is what happens, bro. We can't diminish what everybody was out there fighting for mm -hmm. because they made mistakes. And, and, and that's the main thing. Uh, moving on to, uh, to, to sports real fast. I think I'm going to do the, uh, the comic book. Comic book corner. Yeah, we got... Um, we had uh, She-Hulk this weekend. I thought that was pretty good. We finally got to see uh, uh, Daredevil in Marvel. I thought that he looked... It, it really did let you know, man, that other people don't know what the hell they're doing with their characters, bro. For real. Like, they don't know what they're doing with their characters. Uh, when 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 he was with um, uh, Ben Affleck and he played him, that was terrible. <laughs> I mean, it was so bad. Just seeing, when you see how he's supposed to be and you see... Even the show, man, uh, that that he came from, Hawkeye, he, David, he didn't move the way he was supposed to move, man. David you asked when is now. Hawkeye coming back on. Probably not for a long time. Hawkeye, uh, the season two, I don't know. Probably, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna year. be a single season two of that. Probably not. I don't know. 
Loki is just something different though. So that's yeah. Loki's Loki was big too. Something has something big in it. So yeah. And I also thought that I also always thought that Daredevil on the other show got beat up too much. Man, he did. I I thought that he it literally was every episode he was getting. He he just he just got beat up. He got touched too much, man. Daredevil doesn't get touched like that. You're supposed to have high senses and like you saw you saw how you saw how he dodged that arrow right. That's what I'm saying. He's supposed to have high senses and dodging. Like that's mighty sense. Right. Like, oh. Stan Lee said uh, his, his, his hearing is uh, stronger than Spidey sense. Right. And he's getting punched by dudes that look like me and, be- <laughs> and beating him up. You know, I like didn't understand saw, You remember um, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home? He yeah. caught the brick before Spider-Man could. Right. Like, dude, he's, he's supposed to be super raw. But, you know, they was disrespecting him and other stuff. But they did a good job in the show, man. It was the best episode of She-Hulk so far. Um, you you got to give it to him. Uh, that was a really good episode. Uh, can't wait to finale to see how it ends. Oh, yeah. The um, next episode. So they saying that old girl, her co-worker, is mm-hmm. the villain of the whole story. I, yeah. the um, She's the one that's getting everybody coming after and stuff. Mm. So they're going. So they're saying, first of all, you know, so a couple things. You're going you're gonna to spoil I it for stuttered. everybody. I stuttered. I stuttered a little bit. I'm not going to do that. So you remember... Um, Scarlet Witch and I forgot what was it called. No, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, you, the show with Scarlet Witch. I can't remember what the um, WandaVision. Okay. WandaVision. WandaVision. Okay, that's what it is. So you remember Agatha Harkness? So they saying that. It's, ah, never mind. Go ahead. Okay, bro. Th- there you I go. Started hard, yeah. man. Let's get it's ready early. To play it's trivia early for me. For Luke. I should have got another Luke's hour. Sponsored by. <laughs> anyway, I met. I hit the roll button. Werewolf by Night, I thought that was pretty dope too, man. It was pretty cool. I uh, go watch that ASAP. Uh, black and white. The cinematography was dope. Uh, Man Thing was dope. Uh, the werewolf when it, I, I thought was really great. Uh, How they didn't CGI it? Yeah, man. I, I yeah, it wasn't CGI. It was a mask. Uh, but just, I thought I thought he looked good. He did look like Team Wolf a little bit though. Yeah, he did. He did. I, I, he had Team Wolf vibes. But I did like it. I liked the show a lot, man. Um, I like Especially how they brought specials. in the color at the end. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was cool, man. They brought it back to a nod to uh, yeah, WandaVision. The, the cinematography yeah. was, was, it was, was really good. It was really the dope. The visuals were dope. It was really dope. Uh, so, yeah, catch that on Disney Plus. Go and watch The Werewolf by Night. I, I give it uh, two thumbs up, like Cisco and Ebert. <laughs> but anyway. Um, he too young to know what that is. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, whatever, you're whack. I'm 17. What are you. <laughs> <laughs> We got, um, also I want to talk about Draymond punching the pool. Um, hey man, it was a pretty nice, nice punch. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was I, a decent I, punch. He, he, he got a, he got a good, he got a good punch here, man. Um, pool. Draymond won the biggest smack talkers though in the league. But the thing is, is I heard a lot of people like, oh, you, he can't do that. That's bullying. But look, man, where I'm from, you don't run your mouth. And expect nothing to happen, and 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 yappy, 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 and don't expect to get punched. I hear punch there's somebody. an old saying. There's an old saying: Don't go around fire expecting not to sweat. Man, I, I don't. I don't really don't get. It. He over there talking noise to him, and didn't expect anything. And then when he came up on me, he pushed him. He should have gotten fighting stance immediately after that. Immediately. You know what I mean? Oh, you better get in. Get your hands up, bro. Oh, you pushed me. Right, you pushed him off of him. You, he should as soon as he pushed. As soon him as off, he pushed him, he, he should have already put, known that he, he was finna get hit. Get in fighting stance immediately because you just pushed. Because that was no way. It's and like dude know, said the other day. He saw it coming. And you know who's who's who you're pushing. 
you you got to know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, all right, I come in, I come in, and I push the dude I know be beating up everybody all the time, and don't expect to get punched. He said, he said, I'm like Mike now. <laughs> he said, he's not like Mike now, right, Coach? I'm like Mike now. No, you're not like Mike. He said, after that happened, y'all won a championship. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it looks bad, but we know fights. It's gonna happen. blow over. We it's know gonna, fights happen, especially in those over. with all the adrenaline and masculinity. And muscles and sweat that's going on, it happens. That sounds I used, gross. To, I used to get into fights all the time, man, playing basketball. I mean, all the time. I mean, you would file me too hard and I might push you down. That's just the way I was. I never mind. Keep going. So I know that people out there talking noise, it you can get punched out. Right. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened to Yeah, to, that's what happened to, to him. He got knocked out. But hey, I think they're gonna be good teammates, and it's gonna be good. Everybody else, like, ah, nah, they ain't gonna be good no more. I didn't fought they're dudes. I didn't fought people before, and we were straight. I don't know what you mean. Right? They, you know, it's more like a brotherhood in there. You right. know what I mean? Like brothers, like we, a big come old on, man. We spent every day, all day together. We will be all right. We fight all the time, man. It happens. People just, you know, they they flip out. They see stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? <gasps> oh my gosh! Right? It a. Hey. Dude got stolen. He should have been talking all that noise. <laughs> right. Dude got stolen. <laughs> you know what I mean? You talk big, you you get big consequences. Mm. Hey, that's what I that's what I've learned. You better <laughs> hey, you better shut it up, bro. Stay out the kitchen if you can't handle uh, for the real. Heat. I ain't saying dude was right. I'm just saying these are the consequences for running your mouth. Right. And I saw him running, but he was just, running his mouth. Yep, yep, yep. I'm like, yep, okay. Yep, yep. And then when it happened, and, you right. sitting there looking stunned like, the, wait, the, what? The main what? thing is you look at everybody else in the room. He said, Dream, he said, you Didn't good? nobody else move. Bro. Kurt didn't move Steph to help move. Steph Nobody. Did. Nobody moved to help, bro. So uh, they Andrew knew. Wiggins didn't They move. knew he to was going to get hit. They was like, bro, you talking too much, bro. You, <laughs> you about to get knocked out. They was out. sitting there listening to that right. conversation the whole they time. Was like, they was like, yeah. they was people what was going right. on. And they was like, uh. It's been you already know what's going to happen next. We're going to need a new six Nobody man. Nobody was, <laughs> was anybody surprised. Like, oh my goodness. Nobody had a, a Nobody. reaction. Like, like three oh. coaches came up. That was right. it. But every, every, all the players were just like, nah, this man. Draymond being Draymond. Yeah, we you already knew, saw it coming. You knew he was going to steal on that Right. <laughs> he said, what, what's that new meme going out? The more you found, the more you're going to find out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you knew, I mean, for real. Come on, man. If they were surprised, they was like, oh my goodness, he never... It's never what right. we didn't think. Then it would have been a bigger deal. Everybody would have ran to him and like, nah. If man. it was like Steph punching somebody, then that would be different because you don't Probably. see you don't see him right. getting into it. You don't say much of it. Right. You don't expect it to come from they him. Must have but known. when you expect it to come from Draymond, like, even on, you know even, that that's what he's gonna do. Right, then right, even exactly. even at 2K, you see you hear him talking like they're like, oh, Steph is the model child. <laughs> he's the superstar here. You da, 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 da. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, man. I'm you go to the game? Yeah, let's go to the game. I've 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 cussed enough today. You cussed uh, like twice. It's okay. <laughs> let's do it. Time for trivia. Let's for get loot. ready to play trivia for Luke. Go to a uh, quick sponsor. Yeah, let's take a quick break. We'll we'll end it off with the game.
Welcome right back, on, welcome right back right. to Abari Live. <laughs> We're about to end it off here. here. So we have uh, trivia for loot. Good luck to you. It's on you. <laughs> she don't know. Let's get ready Wait, to play trivia. You have to ask the question. Sponsored by. They're all for you. Good luck. I was ready. Yeah. <laughs> trivia for the loot. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Okay, we're doing this. <laughs> there are a total of 10 questions, and if you get seven out of the 10 correct, we will donate to your charity of choice. Mm-hmm. All right. Question one. First question. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's, how was it ready? She's, <laughs> <laughs> how was it ready? The authors of this book series share the last name of the characters. Mm. Bernstein Bear. Bernstein, Bernstein Bears. Bears. You know that's not how you pronounce it. I, you know what? It's I'm not gonna go to Bernstein. It's Bernstein, Bernstein versus Berenstein. Yeah, right. I'm part of the group who believes it's Berenstein. Right. Like, <laughs> but that's a whole nother conversation. That's crazy. <laughs> Bernstein Bears. What year was Peter Rabbit first published in color? What the hell? Oh my god, that is so specific. Right. Uh because if you know, when Peter Rabbit was first published, it was published in black and white. Really? Yes. No, I didn't. We didn't know, Nin- know that. 1970. 1939. <laughs> a, I already know this is wrong. <laughs> 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 give a quick whop, whop. Like, oh, wow. Away. <laughs> Peter Rabbit was initially published <clears throat> in 1901. So I'm confused. The, all the graphics and the picture art was all black and white. But what I'm saying is, what, what is Peter Rabbit? I thought that was Winnie the Pooh. No, that's not we. What's What's Peter Rabbit? I don't know what that is. We're just gonna go ahead and go to the next question. What is that? that you heard uh, of that, Peter Rabbit? Yeah. What you is have, it? A book? Google it and pull. They just had. They it. just had like a couple movies of him come out. Right. Yeah, like James Corden and. I don't know who Peter Rabbit is, man. Is, you've never heard. Of How the you older than me and Peter not know Rabbit. who that is? Right. Who? It's a children's book. I've heard Peter's of Rabbit. Peter Cottontail. Is that the same person? No. I don't know, man. Next question. <laughs> have mercy on me. Have mercy on this myself. This is the only state where wow. billboards are illegal. <laughs> I've never been good at trade. Uh, Utah. Mm, that's a good guess. Kansas. Hawaii. Hawaii. Wow. wow. I should have Hawaii yeah. does not want Why? any billboards or anything to, like to, that to, to take away from to the obscure the, 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 the view. The view. Yeah. The view. Oh. Just like we have here in like Scottsdale, yeah. Scottsdale where the buildings can't be more than buildings. three yeah. three stories high, so they that way you can still get that scenic mountain okay. view. Yeah, they do not play that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Answer this riddle. I am circular, but not edible. I keep things moving. And I usually come in fours. What am I? Wheels. Yeah. Wheels is correct. She is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. On average, Americans do this 22 times a day. Check Facebook. Curse. You got check Facebook, um... curse. On Instagram, Maybe on social like media. Scratch, scratch an itch. 
No. I'm going to say no. We're all wrong. Open the fridge. Open the fridge. Not times. me. I do it more than that. Y'all, y'all go in the fridge 22 times a day. That's crazy. Ain't that right, aunt? Oh, my God. <laughs> huh? I said I do it more than 22 times. I don't know. Wow. Uh, this medal was invented by Harold Breeley in 1912. Bjarley. Bjarley. Mm. Bjarley. 1912, huh? I have no idea. Yeah, that's tough. I don't even know the different kinds. Oh, stainless steel. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, steel had been around. I knew it wasn't steel because I'm like, it couldn't be steel, but he made stainless steel. The crayfish isn't a fish at all. It's related to what animal? Shrouches. Oh. Rodent? Oof. No, <laughs> Jimmy was the closest with shrimp. The it would be lobsters. Yeah, they're ro- they're the roaches, man. Lobster's a big roach too. Yep. True or false? A big roach too. <laughs> a scientific study on peanuts in bars found uh, traces of over one hundred unique specimens of urine. That's gross, dog. Oh, true. Bar peanuts. <laughs> Oh, that's oh my so gosh. False. 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 Good. <laughs> Good. It's probably a y'all, lot. Even if it's not 100, it's still probably oh, a lot. That's the y'all sitting there think I can see it all y'all face. Ooh, I'm not touching a bar peanut ever again. <laughs> I wouldn't in the first place. <laughs> I know I know this next one. That's gross. Like, we should know this one. All right. Yeah, we know this one. He <laughs> created peanut butter. I know. George Washington yeah, Carver. That's the man. The only report that I turned. What? What did you? How did you get that wrong? That's not wrong. It's a Trying to take away from black people. Wait, was he black? He, is, he is black, first oh, of all. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> first of all, I did my Google before I even put it in a question. What? George sure Washington. He, he created the oils from the peanut. Yes. That's what he created. George Washington so created, yeah, so he created, created the, peanut, the peanut oil. The oil that came oh. from that, which created. Mm-hmm. Then why are all these books in school talking oh. about I messed it up. My bad. Well, we already know the answer. Yep. Messed it up. So anyway. So anyway. <laughs> Thanks for playing. I think she got three right. Yeah. Yeah. But more than anybody else. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Not enough. We thank you for playing, though. Thank you for coming. Uh, we, we loved you, uh, Kavanaugh. Your energy is beautiful. And uh, we wanted to uh, give you another chance to shout out your book, tell people how to uh, get it and how to buy it and everything else. And if they want to follow you, Tell them how to follow you. Sure. So my book can be pre-ordered at authorshamirahill.com. That's A-U-T-H-O-R-S-H-A-M-I-R-R-A-H-H-I-L-L.com. My Instagram is at author at underscore. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) At author underscore Shamira underscore Hill. Um, I'm also on Facebook as author Shamira Hill. Um. And then my website that I own with my husband that helps authors turn their manuscripts into published children's books is dgselfpublishing.com. So that's where you can find me. Um, Again, reach out if you are interested in me coming to your school or youth organization to do a social emotional learning through the arts workshop. Um, If you want to do it in November particularly, then I can definitely do something that also is in alignment with Family Literacy Month. Mm -hmm. I love I love helping uh, 
teachers and youth leaders and parents to empower their children. So reach out, let's get it on the schedule and Man. let's help to uh, empower our next generation of leaders. And that is awesome. And that's the reason why you are, uh, will have nothing but success because you do it for everyone else. And that's really, really amazing. And we really appreciate you coming on. You're a great person. And uh, peace. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Holla, holla. All right, all right. <laughs>